Okay, you guys, welcome back to another episode. You know, you girl Jasmine and Caitlin. And today we have special guest, Joseph Fomboulet. Everybody give a round of applause. I love it. Round of applause. (laughs) Better known as Joe. Okay, so Joe. Yes. How did you get into track and field? Uh, I was running cross country and... And I would like sprint like the last like 800 of the race. And there was like, yeah, you're in the wrong sport, my guy. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so I went to track in like ninth grade and I was like, yeah, I like running short and fast rather than you were saying the other one. Yeah. Uh, and um, so, <laughs> so, so that's what happened. And then the rest is history. Now, Joe. who told you to run cross country? Thank you. Thank you. Because, like, like, if I I'm seen you walking around, I would have put you on a football field at first before cross country. <laughs> um, My mom did not allow me to run, I mean, to uh, play football. And I needed, like, mm. extra activities uh, after school. Right. So I was like, I'm going to just run across. Well, let's give a round of applause to mom as well. Shout out to mom. Starting the situation that got him into track and field. I don't know about cross country, but shout out to moms for getting you into this. (laughs) So once you left high school, what was your recruiting process like? And why did you choose Florida? So when I, I first started getting recruited heavily when I did the double at New Balance National. And that's where... That's where also JOs, you know, I ran, I ran 20.6 at JOs, right? And, um, and um, that's where like Houston, Miami, Wisconsin was, was like calling me, you know, and whatnot. And they showed interest. And then after that, I narrowed it down to five schools. You know, I narrowed it down to uh, Wisconsin, Nebraska, Florida, Houston, and ASU. And I chose Florida because Coach Holloway is that man, you know. <laughs> I had no, I had, I knew nothing about track. I knew, I knew, I knew nothing about Grant Holloway, nothing about the Florida experience, nothing about the, you know, like what makes Florida it, Florida, you know. Mm-hmm. I just, Coach Holloway was just talking that real talk. And I was like, look, I'm a sign, you know. And mm-hmm. then it all came to play when, when I went on the uh, visit and I was like, yeah, I'm coming here, you know? It was hard because ASU and Florida both gave me that family vibe, the, the, the vibe that I was wanting, you know, because mm-hmm. it was me and my mom growing up. So my mom wanted me to go somewhere that was going to give me a family environment, you know? And Coach Holly said to my mom that we would take care of a boy and my mom cried and I was like, I oh, have no option, you know? So that's where, that's that's why Florida is is, is honestly, in my opinion, and, and I'm not biased at all, the best school to come here uh, for track and field. <laughs> I love not biased as the Florida I'm Gator. Not, <laughs> not biased. Not no, biased I, I feel all. like 
we've had so many gators on our podcast at this you feel point. like we have we have feel we have because because for a good reason you know coach holloway has won 12 national titles so it's like, I'm like coach holloway on here i now. think that's what i was about to say i feel like we got to get him on the podcast at this point because oh, yeah. yo joe shoot him a text message right quick <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, you can just FaceTime. We start asking them questions now. We ain't even got to worry about all that. Shit, I could FaceTime. Let's see. No, I'm playing. Look, I'm over here like, okay, because we'll start asking him questions. Jasmine be with it, bro. I'm always with it. So, what is while you were a Gator, because now you're about to start the pro life, so you're going to have more memories. But as a Gator, what has been your favorite memory? being on the, a part of that team? Besides winning nationals, mm-hmm. it was, yes. my favorite memory was, um, it has to be the countless times Coach Howie reminded me why I was here and why, why I do what, what I do, you know, because this year I was hurt indoors and it was a struggle because I haven't been hurt um, due to a hamstring injury <laughs> in my whole career. So I was like, damn, first time. And it's like <laughs> the third year, because the first year you get in the in the program, it's like, all right, cool, you're, you're getting in, you're learning the ins and outs, mm-hmm. all right, cool. adjustment year. Second year, you're, you're seeing some growth, improvement. Great. The third year, it's like, it's a three-year like system, damn near. So you get in, you get out, get bread you pop off yeah third year right and so so i was like damn i don't want to do school for another year so then i'm like all right cool we had comments talked about who i was and what and what i can do and just the personal connection that we've built over this past past year it was more so like me being vulnerable because i had Mm. to be you know because i was hurt you know, and my whole future basically was in his hands, you know, and I, and I trusted him enough to get me to the next level. So those were like my favorite memories. And, um, and um, also 20, 2020 Nationals at Oregon, correct? Mm-hmm. We had a little party. <laughs> a little party, a little get together. I know fire. A little get together. A little, a little, a little, you know what I'm saying? Like gathering. It wasn't too it wasn't too crazy. You feel me? It was a little gathering, y'all have fun. It was a yeah, it was yeah, a soiree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something real chill. Real, <laughs> man, real chill. Yeah, was, you know, but um, but yeah, that was cool. All right, then let's take it back a little rewind and a little bit of history because you were just talking yeah. about how <laughs> You were just talking about um, how you had an injury. It was your first time. It was on year three. And like we all just said, that's supposed to be the year you pop off. You do your thing. So um, for you, how did you get yourself um, to be more vulnerable with your coach? Because I know for some people, that's really difficult. <laughs> Caitlin. Um, so I just want to know. Me. I just want to know. Um, what other people kind of help you get through that process and how you just got yourself to be as open as you were. Okay. Um, 
what got me there, a big person that really opened my eyes and was like, you have to trust him was Welty, right? Melanie Welty, she, she is, she is my ma over here, you know? Like I call her ma all the time, right? Um, and she has helped me uh, through, through it all since freshman year because it has only been me and my moms. So it's like, I need, I was, I, I looked for her into like that comfort. So she was like, you know what? Listen here, bro. It's your last year. Stop fighting it, you know? Mm. Trust Coach Holloway. Trust him for two weeks. I said, all right, cool. You know what? Two weeks. Not two months, not a year, two weeks, right? So I trusted him for two weeks. And I ran 20.22 as an opener at uh, Florida Relays. I'm like, all right, cool. All right, a little, a little smooth opener. All right, I'm like, all right, cool. Then... I saw the girls win STCs, right? And we didn't win shit. And so I was like, it hurt me because my mom and my two aunts like came out. And I was like, dang, I didn't win the 200, but I, but I run the relay and I, and I didn't even, even make the final for the 100. So I was like, fuck, I'm ha like, I'm horrible right now. And after that, like, like I said, the talks that me and Coach Holloway have are so personal it's he wants you to get better, but he wants you to do it on your own because he wants you to want it, you know? So I was crying to him, walking around, and I was like, coach, I'm I'm done hurting. Like my my body is good, my mental is good, like I'm done. You know what I'm saying? Like let's mm. let's get what I'm saying, like get to it. So those next two two weeks, it was straight grind. It was straight God. I took, like, I prayed to God and I was like, yo, help me get better. You know what I'm saying? Like, help me, like, make me more coachable than I've ever been, you know? Make me more open, make me more honest, make me more, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, make me do the things that I need to do in order to get better. So I took it upon myself to just buckle down and, like, not, you know, like, be different so that I can do different things. You know, so that was like the turning point where if I was more vulnerable with him and that show on the track, you know, so that's basically it. And then this leads into you coming out of NCAAs, yeah. winning the 200. So going through all of that. Yeah. <laughs> how did that feel? Like, what were your emotions? <laughs> In the in the in the call room, I was nervous, you know, because because it's it's like, all right, I've done it last year. Is it a fluke? You know, I didn't. Mm. I I ran I ran uh, nineteen nine earlier this season, and then then I ran twenty thirty, you know, then I then I ran what twenty twenty ten whatever, and it was like there's some heavy hitters in this race it's it was it's it's it was more deep than last year you know and so i was like damn but it was it was my last race as being like a gator last race mm -hmm. i was like fuck it we ball 
<laughs> we ball. <laughs> so get out there. I win. And I and it was just the whole world just came to like a stop. You know, I, I did the, you know what I'm saying, the, the hands up and it was <laughs> a great time. But I knew that I was, I knew that, that I was done, but I also knew that all the trust and the um, hard work paid off because I ran 19.8. And that was a goal just to run fast, you know. And um, it was a lot going on at that time, like behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Just knowing that one section of my life was going as planned, which is like a big relief. That's a blessing. And then I got to ask about your guys' celebration. Y'all got this very well-known celebration that I think it started with Grant. <laughs> come on now. You already knew what I was talking about. The come phone on, to the uh, ear. Come on. And I always, always got to ask y'all, are y'all ever going to run out of minutes or are they unlimited? When you're talking with God, it's unlimited. Amen. Come on. Woo! Come on. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> I love that answer. Like, no, you guys are really such a, a rich culture. And I love that it's always so much respect for Coach Holloway. And to hear this story, it, it just, you know, I'm a fan of Coach Holloway or whatever. I, I consider myself a little a gator sometimes. You're a duck. I am a duck, but I'm part gator duck. too. Okay. Like a duck gator. I feel mind it. your business. <laughs> you can't be <laughs> double dipping over here. You gotta pick pick one and stick with it. So then I gotta ask because you were born in Minnesota, right? Yes. But you represent Team Liberia. Yes. So in 2020, well, I guess 2021 technically for for right. Tokyo, you decided to hey. I'm Team Liberia, and you also got to bear the flag. So what was it like to be the flag bearer? And also, what was the thought process of choosing between representing Team USA and Team Liberia? Cool. The thought process, um, it came from, it came earlier that year. You know, Coach Holloway and I were, were talking, and we, we, we don't like to talk about things that's, not going to be coming up within like a month or two, you know, Mm -hmm. and this was, this was in like indoors. Right. So it was like way after the season. And so, but it came up to the point where we had to make a, we had, we had, we had to uh, choose and he laid it out. He was like, you could like honesty. He was like, you couldn't, you could work hard and bust your butt and try to make the team you know there's noah kenny arian not Arian. well yeah noah kenny arian whoever else terrence whoever else right mm-hmm. you can try right or you can have a long lasting career still be fast make your own path and represent team liberia and i asked and i was talking to my mom and she was like well Team USA is, you know, they do have the most perks and whatnot, all that. And I was like, yeah, that is true. But at the same time, you wasn't working like day and night shifts for nothing. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go out there and I'm going to represent you, you know, the best way that I can and hold that flag 
right with pride you know and speaking of and speaking of the flag it was crazy like the whole stadium was just was just like there was fans there i'm not sure like if they were there was fans there you know not just other teams but there was fans oh wow you walk down this like little ramp and then they have you with like number 89 type shit right and you just mm-hmm. see like Germany and like England and USA and it, you were saying way back there talking in their own language, you know, having fun, laughing, holding mm-hmm. the holding the big ass flag and, and whatnot. And that runway, that that long stretch <laughs> felt like forever. Not gonna lie. I was like, dang, I am over here. Oh my gosh, right? It was heavy as fuck too. I'm like, it's heavy. Like it was heavy. And so so it was cool though. Nah, it was cool. It was cool. It was lit. Uh it was an experience that only you get like once in a once in a lifetime, honestly. It's not like walking down a regular aisle. It's 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 you know, it's you're holding the weight of your country in that pole and in that flag, you know. And um, it gives you your pride just go, just like goes up, you know. I have no idea how, but at that moment, I felt like the whole country of Liberia was just like on me. You feel me? So it was just, it was cool. It was cool. That's hella Speaking dope. Of- you know, it was, it was Speaking of Team Liberia, something that I noticed that was different about you guys and everyone else's uniforms is that Tofizi. y'all yep. were yep. yes yep. oh let's yep. speak yep. that was let's it right there i loved it, it. Yep. because if if y'all listening to this y'all know um black people know tell forest have now become a staple in our fashion sense and community exactly oh exactly come exactly come on speak on it speak on it and so team liberia had the amazing opportunity to be sponsored by telfar and y'all just came out there with the drip so i just want to know what it felt like for you to be wearing a black owned business on your chest for your country yeah. and just doing your thing thing is people don't know that telfar is liberian okay mm-hmm. Okay. Teach me something. Teach me something. Come on, teach us. That's why he was he was he he agreed to sponsor our team, you know? And I feel like if the team was bigger, it would have been harder. But since it was like a such like a tight knit group, that's how how us like that's how our culture is. We are so tight knit, you know what I'm saying? So he flew us out and was like, look. They're gonna do a little photo shoot, a little press release, you know, the whole shebang. And it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Like a week and a half out before the uh, Olympics. I know it was crazy. They treated us nice, gave us like, I don't know how many, like over the span of like two days, we we went to like six different locations, changed 80 times, did like 16 like run throughs of like the whole video, you know, video, mm-hmm. photo shoot, everything. And wearing Telfar. I was getting compliments in the village. I'm like, oh my God, I like your sweatshirt. Oh my God, I like your shirt. Can we trade? Can we trade? Can we trade? I'm like, no, we can't. <laughs> I'm like, no, mine, baby. She is Tofizi, man. Come like, on, this is exclusive. Trade. Come what? on now. You see how Twitter <laughs> be blowing up every time they be dropping bags? Them shit be gone in like two, three Come seconds. Come on now. Like, 
Like, they be gone at 3.5. Like, my, my back for real, for real. And it was like every time people would like DM me, oh, because I had a tough art in my uh, in my bio, right? Oh, can you get me a little tough art bag? Woo, woo, woo. I'm like, I don't know you, stop it. I don't know you, stop it, type shit. You feel me? <laughs> like, stop, there, bro. stop, stop, stop. But it was cool. Like, tough art. Once you get to see Telfar being him, he is one, one funny ass dude. Like, there's no reason why. And he shows it on his uh, on his uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like how he's so personable. He's so light. He's funny. He's caring, right? And he's down to earth because not a lot of these uh designers be you know right yeah you know be, be like real and like down to earth maybe like fake and you know saying like all business like it was like all right cool bro like watch out but he was, <laughs> he was like really you know hella no, cool. that's lit i i like that yeah. and i like to hear that he He's got a good personality to yeah. go with it. Like, shout out to our community. Right. Because <laughs> you're not, you not going to be a dickhead and you over here, you know, because, I mean, I can't fight, but I know somebody who can. So, I'm going to just get jazzing on her. That's what I'm going to do. It was Telfar and it was his brother, Omar, and it was their friend, Terrence. And they, the, all of my pictures from the Olympics were done by Omar. Mm-hmm. Omar, oh, is, wow. that's so tough. Omar is crazy. Um, Adio Heem on a, on a, uh, Instagram, and Terrence he did this. What was it? This Hulu special a while ago, and so he was like documenting the whole process of it too. And tell far how he's so cool, like so like slick, mm-hmm. right? He had on these like cool ass glasses, right? They had on they had like a camera on the on the uh, side. So what? every time that he was out, he was like, boop. And he and it'll record everything. Like everything. So that's lit. No, nah, I'm saying I'm not gonna hold man. you. That sounds like something out of Black Mirror. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but Yo. It, was nice, it was nice. It was nice. And I was like, T, can I can I can I have some? And then Omar said, Look, we have these Snapchat goggles. Same thing. You like hold it, lights like like lights flash records for like a minute you know and then it was saved to your to your uh, snapchat that's crazy. Dang. that's that's advanced hold on wait hey minute. what a, hey, i don't see no other other sponsors doing stuff like this so far might be the move and it ain't even <laughs> might be the move that is the move no, let me hop on that wave right quick um but other, continue other sponsors be having like 50 teams yeah yeah that's yes right. We have one. We are one of one. <laughs> one like of one. y'all, really one of one, and you got the hype of your guys's uniforms and just being a part of Telfar. That that was like, yeah, y'all did that. Man. Y'all definitely the did that. Thing, the other thing is too is that like a lot of these teams be looking the same. Like you don't know how many times. I'm so sorry, but I would get USA and Britain confused yep. with that world. Always. I'm like, who are these people? And I'd be like, oh, oh, that's USA. At first, or whoever at first, and they're like, no, that's not even the unit. And I know it's the same. 
<laughs> and like they look tough. Like trust me, like Nike definitely be doing their thing, Adidas be doing their thing, but everybody looks the exact same. But when y'all stepped on the track at the Olympics um and at World Championships, I was like, I know who they are. Yeah. Because yeah. they're special. Oh yeah. I think I think Algeria and Nigeria had the same uniform. It's the, the same top, the same colorway. Like, you know how, like, Great Britain and USA yep. was more purple blue? Right. Yep. And USA was, like, red. Mm-hmm. They had the same green. And I, and I was like, to me, that's kind of lame. That is. <laughs> that is know. very. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Not even special. I don't, that's my, one of my pet peeves is not being able to tell, like, who is who on the track. Who is who? Who is who? I got to be able to decipher what country you're from because, yeah, I got to be able to cheer properly. <laughs> but, but I want to ask, oh. ask one more question about uh, fashion right quick. Okay. So this, this is just one little quick question, but Florida also has a bunch of uniforms. And I just want to know which one is your favorite. Look. The speed suit we wore, that white speed suit at nationals. Now that's fire. Oh, that's hard. That's hard. The story about that speed suit, they only bring it out when we win. We have not lost a title in that in that speed suit. So Ooh. we said, we had a meeting. We said, hmm, never lost. It's not gonna happen this time. <laughs> like Y'all came home with two national championships. That's it can't happen. But there is there is this gator skin. I wish they still had it. Gator skin. Um, and it was all white. The all white gator skin was fire. And then there was this all black gator skin too. That that was also fire. Because no one else had the gator skin. No one else was the gators. Yeah. No no HBCU, no other like D1 Power Five team was the Gators. So it was like All right, cool. One, one, one of one. Gator skin. You don't own that. Crazy. Yeah. You just like being one of one, huh? You got the tail. Really does. You got the nice <laughs> uniforms, the gators. Like, come on, Look, man. Like, man, when you come, when you, when you come to Florida, you are one of one. So there you go. So I have a question that kind of doubles back to when we were talking about the pros and cons and what it would be like to choose between USA representing another country. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's actually a lot of athletes within Team USA or on the cusp of wanting to be pro that do have that option that they don't utilize. But for the people that, that do have that option that haven't really declared or they haven't made like a Team USA team quite yet, what advice would you give to them about making that decision? Every country's federation is different. You know, uh, USATF pays you X amount if you get X placed at World mm-hmm. or at Olympics, you know. And if you're in it for the money, if you're good and if you're in it for the money and you know you can make the team, you know, uh, I would say, you know, USA might might be the better option, you know, but if you want to represent your home country, right, go ahead, do it, you know, because then you'll be loved by the people you know, mm. where you came from, not just the people where you like, people come over here from like X country, 
and they get fans in the U.S. because they ran in college. Yeah. Like, all right, cool. You ran in college. College is, is is done now. You're going back home, right? You know, so I will also say just weigh the pros and cons of, like, not the benefits, but since track is so business-like, it's strictly business, you know? It's not to the point where I get traded and I'm making the same amount of money Mm-hmm. and x team and x team you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. since it's such like a business like i say weigh the pros and cons of what can they do for you and what can you do for them you know can i make this team better and if so then, then i will feel value over here you know yeah and it's not like your coaching will change when you choose a when you choose a team yeah Some girl i forgot her name she trains with lance Right, and she's on a, a German team. She got the same coaching at Worlds. She got the same. Mm-hmm. You know saying at um, at the Olympics, right? She went to Europe. She went to European champs. Probably Lance was there, or texting Lance. You know what I'm saying, or she was with her relay team. Cool, right? She's a pro athlete. She she knows how to navigate that life. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. Just weigh the pros and cons. You know, like if your mom is from. Puerto Rico and your dad is from Belgium, right? If you go declare for Belgium, what do they have that Puerto Rico does not have? Yeah. That you know what I'm saying? Right. I like that answer. And since we're on, I was gonna ask this later, but you know, you came in fourth in the 200 at Worlds, and <laughs> Team USA was still claiming you. So we're like, yo, he was born in the U.S. <laughs> like <laughs> Jamaica kind of did the same thing. But, but yeah. yeah. So what is that feeling like knowing that even though you chose to represent another country, you still got a country writing for you? It means a lot. You know, it's, it's it that transcends more than just the sport because because they're an actual fan, you know. Some fans are only your fan because you're on their team. Mm-hmm. And when Kevin Durant left OKC, they were saying, oh, he sucks, he sucks, he sucks. But when Kevin Durant went from OKC to Golden State to the, to the Nets, people mm-hmm. were still riding for him, right? It doesn't matter how far you go or where you at. If they like you because of you, yep, then that's better than liking you because of what you do in track. You know, and the thing is, Look, if I got team Team USA and the Liberian team, right, cheering for me, what that mean, man? Like I'm an honorary Team USA member. <laughs> Just like I'm an honorary Gator, it's perfect. Exactly, 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 exactly. You know what I'm saying? But if he was good though, if he was good, knowing that no matter who I choose or where I go, I will always have a team supporting me. And then I want to ask about your progression. So Tokyo, you came in fifth in the 200. And then you get to Eugene and you come in fourth. You have such a a crazy progression that's coming. So where does that put you mentally knowing like, hey, I'm starting to get on a roll here. It doesn't put me on any roll. It doesn't put me on any any, uh, mental mental wavelength because next year I couldn't. God forbid, not make the final, because mm-hmm. somebody from Egypt could pop out a nineteen three, and I'm not right. in the final. I have no idea. 
So you take every year, each each new season, like like it's your first and last, you know? Like, yeah, I'm young, but you know, I'm trying to things make happen. Things happen, right? Yeah. Marion was what he was 17 at the at the Olympics. 17 mm-hmm. came came forward. You know, you're he's young, but who cares? He he yeah. forward. Right. Mm-hmm. So you know, things happen. And um, you know, look, I'll be I'll be I'll be calling God damn near every day. Be like, hey, <laughs> hey boss, come on, like let's make it happen, you know. Coach 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 Howie always says, if you pray, don't worry. Mm. And and, 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 and about. worry, just don't pray. And not because like there's nothing you could do because you're already inside your own head. Yeah. No, that's a fact. And I'm God doesn't put worry on us. So when you stop worrying, he did not give us the spirit of fear. He did not, sure didn't. No, he does not. So yeah. You went through a long season. All the collegiate, all the collegiate athletes, man. It it's always remarkable to see the collegiates that make it onto a team. I always expect a lot of collegiates to make it onto a team, and then it's always kind of up in the air what's going to happen once you make it to the championship. Yeah. How did you prep, and how did you stay mentally together with that long of a season? It was hard. I won't lie. It was hard. It was hard. There was this one point. I prepped for it like how I was prepping for a new championship. You know, like you took four days off and then you started to get back into it slowly. Right. You have the 150s at a certain time. Right. And then, and then you would mentally prepare as if it was hard for me because I was so fresh. It was, I was literally new. You know, and it's different when you're on the circuit. There's no trainer at your beck and call. There's no body to tell you. There's no structure. Just, just, just put it overarching. There was, there was no structure. You know, coming from Florida, they tell you when, when to eat, when to go see the physio, when to go to sleep at a certain time. You have. Your friends there, you're comfortable, you're in America. There's no there is there is no structure. So you have to prepare your minds for just to be open and to just to be having a new a new experience every time. That's what I did. That's that's what really honestly helped me because that's what I, that's how I enjoyed the season, you know? Yeah. I was new. I I don't know what to expect. And there was just one point where I was like, I, I told my agent, cause I was, I was based in uh, Italy, you know? And in Italy, there was, there was no TV in my room. There was the, the, the Wi-Fi was like two bars, right? I miss my mom, right? I miss my friends, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, coach, like boss, I think like, I want to go home. You know, it's been a long season. I'll, I want to go, go home. And then Walty was like, nah, you're already over there. You're good. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> Sleep it off. Go, go touch okay. some grass. 
Go <laughs> honestly, go touch some grass, call your mom, be thankful, and wake up and wake up the next day ready to go. Yeah. Right? And I was like, okay, you know? And um when was it? Brussels, right? Brussels. I was like, I ran 2060, the slowest time I've I've ever ran in my career. And boy, that season, sorry, that season. And my agent asked me, do you want to go home? I said, nah, fuck it. I'm here already. I'm doing it. (laughs) I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. So being on the circuit, being that long long of of a season, going from SECs, nationals, worlds, that's three peaks, right? And then each race on the circuit, you have to peak. It's one take. Yep. Take Drake. There was no, mm-hmm. no, no. All right, cool. Ha ha. Prelims at eight o'clock. Yeah. No Nothing. running back. There was there was no <laughs> running it back. And so that took me like two races to understand. Where it's like you have to get your body that nineteen eight shape warm ups. And I was like, I was like, whew, I'm kind of tired, you know. Yeah, man. But, you know, it was a new experience. So I took everything with a grain of salt. Nothing there was really bothering me. The food there was great. I ate the food and I forced myself to eat the food. And I'm like, <laughs> what am I going to do? Starve? No. <laughs> no. I ate pasta and bread for six weeks straight. I'm, I'm cooling. You know, I'm <laughs> And then mentally, though, like I said, you just have to get used to it. Um, make the adjustment period as fun as possible. And I and I take credit, like I give, sorry, I give credit to my agent being there, you know, because he was he he's a cool dude. Leroy Newton, he he's a cool dude. And I and I take credit to um my friends on the circuit, like Arion Grant, Corey, Corey McGee. Emma Coburn, you know what I'm saying? Like those are my are, are my peoples, right? So they made the adjustment period fun. Mm. So mm. it was cool, you know, seeing them. That's good. I don't think it's talked about enough. Like that homesickness when we have to travel overseas. It it's not touched on enough. And we get home, we get homesick when we're over there. It's a long time that you're over it's there. Lovely. And the food. The food, like, I don't think people understand. So you just said you ate a lot of pasta while you were over there. I was based in uh, in Italy. Oh, yeah. So it makes sense. I was going to say, what did, like, what has been, like, the best food that you've had while overseas so far? And what has been the worst? The worst food was in Zurich. (laughs) Why Uh, do people keep saying uh, this? What is going yeah. on? It's bad. Zurich, no, 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 no. I had no idea what they was making. Half the shit there, I was like, what is that? The chicken was dry. The rice was burnt. There was no sauce. There was no pasta, first off. There was no Alfredo. Like, the simple shit that athletes eat. Carbs. Pasta and carbs, right? The bread was good. The... Desserts was okay. They had these big ass boxes of juice, like iced tea, <laughs> apple juice. You know what I'm saying? That was good. That was great. 
But they had no pasta. The juices. They had no, they had no bread. They had no food. Ask um she ask Bracy. Ask uh uh, uh Daryl from Great Britain. You saying you know, ask her. She no food. Best food was in Zargrab. You know why? Because it was American food, right? They had the wings, <laughs> they had the rice, they had, they had the fries, right? But but best home home cooked food was in Italy, because I was mm. based at a camp, and the camp was run by a family. Kid mm-hmm. you not, we had a little like barbecue, best chicken I've I've ever had, hands down. Yes, Italians know how to put their foot in their food, man. They, they really do. Let me tell because. Jenna Prandini's mom, let me tell you, she she drove <laughs> down in the kitchen. Wow. I'd be so happy. <laughs> hey, give me a table at dinner or something. I miss some Italian pasta. I'm gonna go back. Well, that gave me a sense of like home feeling, you know. Yeah. It was, it was the mom and it was her kids, and it was the kids' friends I would come for the camp as well. Mm. So it was like a whole big family going around. I would see them every day. We would speak Italian. And we would, you know, saying like, make food. They would make these fire ass like desserts, like peanut butter bread and banana bread and pudding and cake. Mm. And I was, every day. <laughs> Hold on, every day. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to, you saying I'm, I'm trying to lose weight. About now. to stay over there. <laughs> I'm trying to run fast here. <laughs> I'm saying about to go turn into Italian citizenship. I think I I really enjoy like you, I could tell you're a family, you like a family environment. You like to feel at home and comfortable. So I think it leads perfect into like my next few questions. So Caitlin, if you have anything that's that you want to ask before I get into it, go ahead. I knew it. I just knew it. Man, look, 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 look. Cause you know, this time our brain cells decide they want to work. So we got the questions. Perfect. I love <laughs> when they work. <laughs> great. Um, but I wanted to know for you, what was your reason to continue running? Cause I mean, you could have packed it up, went home at the world championship, sat down, took your break and did whatever you needed to do. But you decided to sign your contract and as you just talked about, continue to go ahead and run overseas. So I want to know why for you. It was important because I was already in the shape of my life at this point. Not saying in my whole life, but at that time, I ran 1980 twice. I ran my PR damn near twice, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I was in shape. And my agent already said, look, you're going overseas. <laughs> Pack it up. <laughs> I had no say. And for, a right, and for a good cause, he did it because he was also an athlete. He won countless medals, you know, so he knows how the circuit works mm-hmm. and how young athletes need to be treated because he also mm-hmm. has young athletes. He has a girl from... um. Where is she from? The girl that got second place at the Olympics. He has her. Mm-hmm. The 21A girl, right? Okay, yeah. okay. The young girl, right? And so he knows how to take care of young athletes. And, and he was like, in order for you to be comfortable next season, mm-hmm. where it counts, and leading up into Paris, because people don't know that people use the seasons for the Olympics, 
right? Yes. So he was like, I need you to go overseas and learn the circuit first when you're young. So next year you will be comfortable and okay. Cause next year we have to like really do some damage. And I know you can verbatim. That's what he said. So I was like, if you have confidence in me that I can go go over here and do it, I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. You know? And he made the whole process real smooth. And saying real, he was like on it every like or ask him a question, boom, he will answer it, you know? Um, so that's why, you know, I, I, I like, I did it. And also Hollywood said, look now, you're not a bitch. So go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. Ahead and do it. I mean, that, he ain't lying. What about that? That sounds just like him. <laughs> I might tell you a joke, but I won't tell won't you a lie. Tell you a I lie. won't tell you a lie. <laughs> I might tell you a joke. Come on. I will tell you a lie. I'm All saying. Right, so, that was it, you know? And uh, it was just uh, the confidence because it was a new experience. I, I keep on saying new experience. Bruh, it's different. Yeah. And, and there was there was there was no four four by one hundred two hundred four four by four. It's different. Yeah. Welcome. It's wait two hundred. Go home. <laughs> it's different. So very That's unforgiving. A, very unforgiving, and very forgetful when. When you when you when you when you do good, they they also forget. When you do bad, they also yep. Forget. So, you know that's how the sport is. You know, so yeah. We've been talking so much about your agent, and I think I like learning. What was everyone's experience like finding agents, and what made you choose your agent? My agent. It's funny. Cause coach, cause coach Howard knows knows everything. Like, if he's the dictionary, Google, WikiLeaks, anything, he is him. Like that. Like he is that. You know. I, I asked him freshman year, how do I contact agents? I was like, yeah, I'm going pro. Like within like three years, how do I contact agents? He said, listen here, bro. You run fast. They will contact you. I said, mm-hmm. crazy that's great at the olympics some agents were some um sorry some companies were interested in me right but i had no agent and they talked to coach holloway and he said he doesn't want to go pro without me like knowing and i was like because i didn't I, like i didn't you know and this year around A little bit after SECs, I had um, Astra reach out to me because they have Dandy, Giannis, Grant, Arion, and they all train here. So I was like, all right, cool. Astra would be, obviously be a the person who comes after me. And then they had um, they had one other, but then Coach Holly wasn't really like feeling him, you know? Mm-hmm. So if you don't feel him, I'm not. Simple as that. Right. And I had Leroy who reached out because he does, he's from South Africa and he has some South, South African clients. And so I was like, all right, cool. And um, they reached out to me, you know, um, 
which is kind of crazy how college athletes don't know about agents. Mm-hmm. You just they do are they are registered on World Athletics, but it's not publicized for you to be like, oh, let me go look up and see who has who. It's only when you get to that point where you have to decide. You have and like even then, I had no idea who Abby signed with, no no idea who Champ signed with, no idea who you know saying. Yeah. Right. I just see like the pro groups, but yeah, groups they have different agents. You're thrown in right. the sea like they just throw you in the water and you just gotta either swim or drown. <laughs> Damn. So they contact they he reached out to me and was like, "What is your plan?" And he was like. I want, excuse me, I want us to be a business that extends after you're done running. Mm. And Coach Hall was like, all right, that's the one. And we we and we respectfully told Astra, um, yes, you are really good, you know, but I, but 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 I would like to go with Leroy, you know. And mm-hmm. they said, okay, cool. There was no issues with that, you know. Um, and Leroy uh, hit me up. Same with the papers. I was like, "Damn!" I signed him, <laughs> and I was there. And I was there. And I was like, "Damn!" Signed. And, Is uh, it signed, sealed, and delivered? Because. Okay a lot of this did a lot of this take place at worlds i know like you signing with asics and stuff okay it it was that's why i said a lot of stuff was going was was going on behind the scenes Mm. at at nationals this was included because it was stressing me out because at regionals at read before we even talked we had a zoom call and he was like look i can get you x amount of money i'm like (laughs) <laughs> be like be like come on be fucking for real <laughs> like, like, be for real <laughs> be for real i'm like can we like can we like up here a little bit and he was like look track is numbers that oh clock is nine 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 dumb zeros go zero 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 <laughs> you feel me so at regionals i wasn't stressed I was impressive for like a time. I was more so like, fuck it, we ball, have fun. You know, then I ran the 10 0, 19 8, and then we just have fun, right? And I was stressed because we were talking at practice at regionals about who do you want to go with? You want to sign here, woo, 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 this and that. And I was mm. like, ah, I don't know. And Coach Harvey said, we're done talking about it. Talk, talk about it after, after regionals. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> At nationals, um, I knew who I wanted to go to, and it was Leroy, and the whole weight was gone. And mm. I, I don't, I don't, I don't have to. It's been, a, it's been a long fight. Um, I've been doubting myself on how if I can, if I can go pro, you know. So when I did sign, I was like, look. I don't, I don't, I don't have to stress no more. My mom can live, you saying happily. I'm chilling. So nationals, it was like, okay, you know, I got to run free. 
I didn't have to prove myself to, to, to like make it anymore. So. Mm, right. Man, that's nice. That's like a nice weight off your shoulder because it, it can be a lot of pressure when you're trying to figure out like, hey, bro, am I even, am I really like, I know I'm talented, but can I get a contract? Can I get a contract? I'm trying to see what that feel like. Wait a minute. I'm trying, I'm trying to see what that's about. But can't, but can't I get signed? And so you ended up signing with A6. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You came to, to our little house at Worlds. You couldn't announce that you were with A6. Yes, you had to cover some stuff up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had to put on a different shirt. <laughs> City of Smack shirt. Came with City of Smack. So when you were looking for a company, what were things that you were looking for aside from money? Or was that you're like, I just need to know who's paying me the most? Not, not even that. Um, your agent shops you around. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be telling this because it's like, oh, the secret life of the pro athlete. I don't care. No, that was one of the things I was no, going to ask later it. about we the secrecy it. because I feel like we are so secret in our sport and we need to start educating the, the collegiate athletes, honestly, about what it's like being a pro, which is why we have this series. So please be open and honest, whatever you're comfortable mm-hmm. sharing, go ahead. That's what I've been saying, like X amount or like X this, X that, because I don't know the way you're saying. But your agent, he can only shop you around. He is only supposed to <laughs> shop you around when when you sign. Right. So I signed and he had the green light to do everything, the correct way to shop me around. Um he pitched me to <sighs> Nike, New Balance. Puma, Adidas, uh, and Asics. Sorry, my agent has been on the on the on the circuit. I don't know how many years. He was a pro athlete, mm-hmm. and he's been on. He's he's been an agent for how many years, right? So they see each other as the Boston Marathon at a swim meet because they have yep. who right. swim. All over. Rugby, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. All over. All over. So so before he was, like, shopping me around, his agent buddies were just talking, you know? Like, oh, yeah, he's running good. He's running good. We'll see how they do at national, regional, worlds, as he's saying. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I was looking for who was in the mix, who was there at the um, company. And Grant put me on game. He was like, look, bro, if you go to Adidas, you're not going to be like the prize, like pony. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because who they got in your event? Who they got? Yeah. They got Jereen Richards. They got Arian Knight. Mm-hmm. And, and the list goes on, right? Who do you have for um, Puma in, um, in your uh, event? They got DeGrasse. Right. He's taking all the bread. <laughs> He's taking all the bread. It's, 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 it's not about money. But, you know, like, they're after. They're, they're, they're their focus is Andre. On, on Andre. Yeah. It? And then New Balance said that 
um, they said they, they, they were interested. I'm not going to give away their, uh, they said that they weren't interested. And I said, okay, it's great. You know, um, I wanted to go there as well. They were a final uh, option in, in my mind because they only have Trayvon. Yeah. Yep. You know? So it was like, all right, cool. Me and uh, Trayvon, I'll be, be chilling. He, he has a hundred. <laughs> I, I, I Take the two. two. Yep, right. Lane, my lane. We're, we're both Make a team. Yep. I'm staying. I'm, I'm right. And so they were like, ah, no, nah, we're just not interested. I'm like, all right, cool, fair. That's totally fair. Um, and then ASICs came along, and, and 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 I was like, the people that do long distance joints, ASICs. <laughs> 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 Me. He said, yes. And then and then he was like, look, Walty put it into a perspective. She was like, ain't nobody over there. They ain't got no sprinter. They ain't got no, no hype around their name. Yep. You can over there, make a name for yourself. Get your own shoe, possibly, you know be on commercials do this japanese fans will love you your whole your own little whole like market saying caitlin one of one you feel me one of one 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 Mm -hmm. one of one a6 one of one simple right you gotta write a book and it's gotta be about one of one one. one. that's what i'm gonna start calling you one of one one of one (laughs) (laughs) but you know and i i sat on it and I was like, ah, okay, cool. And what really made that thing, uh, made my uh, decision choose ASICs, it was, they was throwing a bag. Oh, like, look at what money make a bitch do. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But like, in look. all honesty, they were, they, they, them throwing that bag means that they got trust in me. Yeah. So, and I was like, if y'all trust me enough to throw this bread out of college first time around, I got y'all. Simple as that. There was no need for y'all to worry. I got y'all, right? And that world, I got fourth, right? And so they were like, look, you got fourth. You're young. That's great. I'll keep building. I said, mm-hmm. yes, sir. Rest, the rest That's of the amazing. I'm saying. I like that. And, and I do... I have my opinions about, you know, every shoe brand. And yeah. one of my like biggest pros with ASICs is that they are are very loyal to their athletes. Mm-hmm. When they believe in you, they believe in you. And they typically stick around for a while because there's mm-hmm. companies that as soon as you get injured, they're like, all right, we got yeah, more like on years. deck. Pack it up. Yeah. yeah. Pack it like we got, we got yeah. a whole bunch. You got two years to prove yourself well, after that. ASICs is so loyal. Like, I, I really mess with them. So I'm happy that you are with them. Caitlin, I'm going to get into funny questions, so I'm going to let you go ahead. Oh, right, let, let me, me see. Let me, let me, let me, let me look around my brain right quick. Let's get into the fun stuff. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. This is our favorite time. So I got to start off because, you know, I got to take it back to your team. Who is the funniest person in your training group? And who's the funniest staff member? Funniest staff member is Coach Man. 
honestly, Coach Man is probably the reason why I why I come to track and I love it every day. You know why? Because Coach Howie sometimes he can be so so like drill sergeant. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Coach Man be the funny uncle. He be he be he be talking mad junk to everybody. Talking about oh no oh, weave off. Oh, I can see tracks. I'm like, yo, Coach Man, like relax. Like, bro, oh, no. I'm not going to do it. I'm not so real. Calling you ashy, saying, calling you slow, oh. calling you like, what? Coach Man is a funny uncle, and he is like, bro, he is, he is funny. <laughs> nah, bro. Also, Boti, she has her own little, little humor. And, and if you know Coach Boti, that shit is hilarious. Not gonna lie to you, right? They're, they're all funny, but Coach Man <laughs> takes take. Comedian, he can be a comedian. I'm saying the funniest, the the funniest person, the funniest person on the team. 2020 was Cam Miller. Boy, he would have you. <laughs> he would have you a smiling, jolly joking around, just having a good time. And then he transferred, you know, and then, and then the, and then last year when it went, when I was there, it was Tyler Davis and the duo of PJ and Malcolm. <laughs> that duo, that duo and Tyler together, <laughs> my abs were hurting. I had no air in <laughs> And <laughs> they were look, and three and two of them were on my uh relay, bro. Oh, gosh, I can only imagine what it's like getting on the line. I'm like the relay practices, good lord. <laughs> we, would, dead we, would, we would honestly, we would honestly lock it in for that rep, be like ice cold, like super, like serious. And then afterwards, it'd be like Dedrick and me, you know, because Dedrick is like first leg. So he's done, right? Me and you be laughing, making jokes, saying, <laughs> saying that Chai's slogan, saying like all that, right? All that. But it's, it's out of love, right? They are yeah. uh, Coach P, um, Coach P and Coach Howard always say, if I wasn't getting on you and making jokes, that means that, you know, I don't like you. But the reason yeah. why I am doing it, you know, I see I see something in you. And yeah, I, and and I do like you. You know, so it's never out of like malice. Never, yeah. never that. Such a like a close like knit team. But PJ and Clem, stop it. <laughs> PJ and Clem are honestly the funniest people I've ever met. They will have you rolling, rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. It's funny. So then this leads me into what is the dynamic of your training group? I think he didn't already said it. I, I mean, like everybody, like the whole dynamic. Because I have asked every gator that has come on. So it's fun to see like the different perspectives. It's all fun though. Y'all yeah, love it. <laughs> we love it. And we love it. And we support each other. Mm-hmm. When... I consider a team is when you are not in your event and you're cheering for your other teammate. We were cheering for yeah. Tia. 
I was, I was, I was, I was watching Tia throw, and uh, Worski was in my ear saying, "Tia, spin faster!" And I was like, "Tia, <laughs> spin faster!" Spin faster. Shit, right? <laughs> I was on live. I was, on, I was, I was, I was on live, uh, because you know how you can only watch the girls because because it, it's boys, girls, boys, girls. I yeah. was on live watching, watching the. Uh, the hunting, watching Jazz jump, watching Tia throw, watching the girls relay go around. Hey, we we are a, a whole family, you know, because every day I see you on the track, I see you work hard, and now I'm right behind you working hard. We're, we are going through the same connection, the same process. We push each other. You're saying, look, you being a gator, there's nothing like it, honestly. You come here, you get better, but you leave with friends for life. Yeah. You, you might not talk to them for a year because that's how life works. Life. You know? That, but mm-hmm. if you do come back and talk, it's right. like you were just on the team yesterday type shit. <laughs> Saying. So the whole dynamic is is like that. Also, we talk shit a lot. I'm not gonna lie. We, yeah. we, we talk shit a lot because it's like, look, we are not buns. You feel me? Like you will, <laughs> will be better and be great, and I will talk shit. Even though that you beat me like last rep, guess what? Next rep, I'm I'm whooping your ass. Simple as that. You feel me? So it's like the whole get better team chemistry that just. We, we we run some crazy ass times in in practice. We heard off, off the soul. Oh yeah. Soul like <sighs> motivation of like Dedrick is in my ear yelling, and I'm running, and and I hit like a different gear. I'm gone. Right. Ty's ear. He's gone. PJ gone. Dedrick gone. And it's like we hear them when we are yelling and when we are cheering for them in practice. Mm-hmm. And then we take that to the meet, and it's like, look, guys, we already ran ran fast in, in practice. It's our last meet together, last one, best one. Fuck it, we ball. Right. Simple as that. I love that because Champ literally basically said the same thing. Like, oh yeah. Sure did. He, oh yeah. He definitely said the same thing because I was asked my question to him was. Most people have a person in their group that they'll be like, oh, we're going to run this time. But then you run and they're out of there and you're just like, damn, I thought we were running this time. So we're really running. And then you start racing. Look, look, look. Oh, my God. Me and Chip <laughs> were. First off, are you, are, you, are you guys good on time? I'm just saying. Yeah. 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 We're, no, we're good. We're we good. on your time. We're on your time. Yeah, man. Look, we talked <laughs> to damn near 10, 10, 10 p.m. Anyways. Me and Champ were training for Worlds, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> me, me and Champ were training for Worlds. And we had 450, 350, right? Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. a long, it was a last long distance, long distance day <laughs> um, up until Worlds, right? And... In the front, it was Q on the inside, Champ on right by his side, me on the inside of Q, 
and Arion to my right. Coach Holloway said, no, it was Coach Mann. Come through at come through at 52 for the 400. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm chilling. We chilling, right? We all know that Q and saying <laughs> Q don't run run on time. Q always Q always runs two two seconds faster on time, right? <laughs> so we get off the line. We run it, right? Running, running, running. Cool pace. I'm in the back, fighting for my dear life. Anyways, we we running. Coach Harvey says, "Pick it up." Q just takes off. Q just, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yo, nah. you have two hundred left. Q takes off. Champ takes off. I'm like, yeah, yo, jazz, bro. Okay, yes, two hundred left. They take off. I'm like. <sighs> there's no way, there's no way, there's no way. Q takes <laughs> off, Cam takes off, Arion and I are like, we're like, ah, we're like, ah, fuck it. Because if we don't go, he'll be on, on our ass. So we go, we go, we go. And we get around the bend. That bend, I'm not sure if y'all been at Florida, but that bend is long. Yeah. Long. So we go, boom, curve, running, running. I'm fighting. I'm running. Just, just keep up with like Q, right? And then all I see is Q getting further and further away. Because coach told him, because coach said, go again for the second time at the 100 mark. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? We said come through at 52. This, this is not 52. And he was... He was like saying like 49, 50. I crossed at 50 and I was in the back. If I'm crossing at 50 and I'm in the back, what the fuck did a uh, champ and a uh, Q cross at? Oh no. So what was oh, the point of telling nah. you I'm through the 400 at 52? Nah. And here's so the I thing. Feel lied to from here's the thing. Here's the thing. Q said to us, look, guys, I got y'all. I'm not coming in fast. No, no, no matter what he says, I will not come in fast. We said, Q, okay. This man came through at like 47, 48, and I came through at 50. What? I felt lied to from Champ because Champ was like, we don't have nobody like that. And now I'm sitting here and I'm like, that was that 400. It's because you run the four that you feel like don't know, but it's y'all two, it's them. Okay. It's, it's them two. And when Champ was on the team, it was Jacory and Champ. Oh, no. <laughs> Champ can't be trusted. Because <laughs> nah. cause we asked him. He, he was like, no, nah, I wasn't surprised when I ran 43 because I felt it at practice. I'm like, no wonder you felt it at practice. Now I'm like, Chris, if you can't run it all the damn time, I want you to clip that in that little piece that Cham said. I want you to clip this in this interview. Because uh, <laughs> my man, he was like, nah, bro, we don't, we don't really be doing that. Uh huh. We got oh, you now. We, we got it on camera. Dang. We got it on camera. That, mm-mm. okay. No worries. Take, take your time. That's so funny. We're lied to. We've been lied to. We bamboozled. bamboozled. We told a lie on our podcast. <laughs> right. Good weeks. Let us stray. 
Lord. He tells jokes and lies. <laughs> this is this is this is crazy. I can't believe this. That what other so lies funny. have we been told? Man. <laughs> I'm like, this is what happens when you you interview too many people from this same training group and you really get different perspectives. <laughs> Somebody lying, Shakuri, is somebody else gonna tell the truth? Shakori Chan Marley, because Marley ran the 800 in high school and he ran the 800 for the first year of college. So he got infinite stamina. Yeah, yeah, nah, dog. That's a no for me. We were bamboozled. So now this is the most random question, but if the number nine was a color, what color would it be? Number nine? Yep. Hey. He's thinking, y'all, for the audio. We're doing the Jimmy, audio, Jimmy Neutron. The hands the is on Neutron. the head. I'm saying, if the number nine was a color, what color would it be? I'm getting green or yellow. Green, green or yellow. Ooh, I've, I've heard a lot of green, too. I got a lot of green at World Champs. What do you think? I get purple. Okay. I get okay. purple. Caitlin, what color do you get? Um, hey, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say blue or black. Blue or black. Blue or black. Okay. Blue or black. I think five is blue. Ooh, five, five is red. Five, five is red. red. Three. I feel like red. two is red. Two, okay. Three is one green. is black for real because that's one. One is black. Yeah, it's definitely black. So is ten. You know, my favorite answer that I've gotten, I think it was just such a track answer, too, because, like, nine, no one wants to come in ninth, right? So they were like, nine is brown. Because <laughs> it's some shit. Because it's some shit. <laughs> that, that might be my second favorite, because also Tori, when she said seven, and I was like, nine and seven, not nine color seven. That was good. I loved it. I loved that for her. <laughs> Okay, now we know you on the track, but what hobbies do you have off the track? Ooh, I like this question. We ain't asked this yet. I do art. art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do art. I do art. What kind of art? You draw, you paint, you do uh, graphics. So many forms of art. I should. Oh, shit. I do art. Uh, I've been doing art since I was like, I don't know, since I was like young. I did Juice World. I'm sorry if y'all can see it. That's Ooh. so tough. Oh, that's so tough. No. Dang. Yeah, Joe, you're I'm talented. Gonna to, I'm gonna have to hit you up for some stuff, man. Um I did I did Smino a while ago. Dang, y'all, he could draw, like, draw. It's not it's like, like a, a stick. We're going to take screenshots. It's like Kanye. Dang. Kanye. No, I like that. No, that that's tough. tough. That's tough. That that's is tough. tough. It's like some simple shit, man. It's just like I draw like Mac Miller, some girl that I found on Instagram type shit. You're really good at portraits. It's simple, but I can't do it. Right, you know, It's simple stuff. I just draw portraits of actual people and they look like the people. Right. <laughs> nah. nah. Yeah, off, off the track. I don't have time because I'm always on the go. Yeah. Like, so mm -hmm. when I have time now, I, I like to draw. Yeah. yeah. That that is elite. That's a good hobby to have. Like we gotta make sure we get some. We're gonna take some screenshots of what you just showed us. 
You know who also likes to uh, do art? Who? Happy Steiner. She, 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 yeah, I was surprised too. I was like, I was, I was talking to Abby on FaceTime. I was like, all right, Abby, look, <laughs> I know you on the track, like, like how you guys said, you were saying what's off the track. She was like, I like to paint. I'm like, all right, cool. It, it's on micro painting. Whoa, right? <laughs> it's a micro painting. I love it. <laughs> I'm saying, so I was like, I don't oh, like, bro. And she showed me, and, and I was like, nah, <laughs> that's like tough. I wish I took a picture, but it was it was like that. It was like it was it was honestly better than than on mine. Not gonna lie to you, no cap. So yeah. if y'all talk with Abby, ask her about her art, please. We try. We try. Caitlin's the closest connection, so we, I know. I've only on seen. This. I've only seen her at practice three times so far. So, you know, we keep Joe, doing, you put in that word and let her know, like, we, we really need her on here now because that's so dope to me. I love that. So, now, do you have a favorite superhero? Favorite superhero? No, these, these are some random ass questions. God, They're so man. random. I told you. I told we gotta you get random. to know you. I oh, you're right. Hey, you right. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. Favorite superhero. Damn. The, fl- the Flash. Duh. Because that's that's like every like track guy's a- answer. The <laughs> Flash. Boom. Boom. <laughs> nah, tomatoes too soft. We gotta start throwing bricks. Tomatoes. Bricks. Bricks. <laughs> Not the bricks. That's that was a lame bricks. ass answer, man. That's that was a lame bricks. ass. I need something else. Um, but like, man, I don't know. Batman's tough. I, was, I only say okay, Batman. Okay, that's tough. my favorite. It's because Batman. Batman's lame. You don't don't it's start this. Not lame. Weak ass, If you get Batman time to like. First of all, Batman knows every martial arts, every style of martial arts ever. Thank you. Second off, Batman lives in a bat cave underground. Boo! How he has heat, water, electricity, running like all that. I've not, I've not. He lives in, in in a cave. First off, Batman's damn near black, damn near. And he fights too. Can we not yeah, forget? Like he actually fights with no powers. And he fights. Just because he's a white man wearing black, don't mean he is black. No. You a hater, Caitlin. Don't hate. Don't do that. I was born. Okay, to hate. he's not black, but but bro, he lives in the shadows. Stop. Stop playing. Also, like, come on now. Also, if you give Batman time to like prepare, he will whoop anybody's ass. Yeah. He will whoop anybody's ass. He's a Joe, you get him brownie points power. with me. Come on, man. Yeah, brownie points. Oh, After all that Viking nonsense. Huh? Girl, I want you to try it. I want you to try it. Batman can't touch me. Batman can't touch me. That man beats people with his bare hands, girl. He and I'm gonna beat him with my feet. Girl, your your foot was just broke. Yeah, it's here now. You know what? You know what? I'm not listening to you, crazy, crazy individuals. I'm just not hearing it. I'm not hearing it. All right, Joe. So, what advice would you tell your younger self, and what advice would you tell your older self? 
the advice I will tell my older self is, is, is the advice that Pharrell told Kanye when he played through the, through, through the wire for him. He was like, he, he, he said something like, you have a talent. I know you do. I can see it. Um, when you make it big, don't forget who you are. Don't forget where you came from and be humble and still make, and, and still make that same type of music that makes people feel. You know, mm. so I'll tell my older self something along those lines, like, you know, yeah, you have the money you have, you know, saying nice cars, a big house, woo, 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 and they're just material things, right? Go ahead and you're saying still talk to your pops. Coach Love is from, from my high school. Still talk to your mom. You're saying like you're a person, right? Know where you came from and know the people who got you to where you are right now. My final question before I hand it off to Caitlin is what advice would you give a college athlete that is looking to go pro? Um, you had asked me earlier, um, what advice would you give to your younger self? Um, I would just say, keep, keep going, you know, trust the process is uh, also if you have a, a passion, go for it. Um, stick to it. Listen to your mom, because mom knows best. Um, try to see things from both sides of the coin. When mm -hmm. I was in college, I learned how to see things from both sides of the coin, and I was like, I'm not getting mad anymore. Because like I understand what you're going through, and it's okay if you get mad at me, but I'm not gonna get mad at nobody else because mm -hmm. like, you know, mess up my peace and you know, saying my insights right so that's what happened advice for a college for a college athlete that wants to go pro advice um track is numbers uh run fast there's no other way to put it you can't go out there and you can't run fast and be consistent right you run you run fast you run a, a girl runs 10 8 Cool, great. Today is crazy. You peaked, not peaked, but like you like you are peaking, you know? Yeah, right. And and the and then the next race you run like a 10-9. Okay. Okay, great. And then the, the next race you run like a 11 0 Race race after that, 10-9. You are consistent. You feel me? Yeah. You are consistent. You can't run like a 10-8, then run like a 11 1, and then you know. When it's time to like get busy, get active. Yeah. Nationals, you run, you run like a eleven-two. Right. Because companies won't look at you; they won't want to invest their time and money in you because you are a fluke. Not a fluke, but you are a question. Not consistent. Yeah. yeah. Right. You are a question mark. So it's like, can you do this? Can you do that? They want to trust you. They will when they put the money behind you. You would you will get insane something out. I would also say any college athlete that wants to go pro, you have to do the things that people don't want to do. That extra rep, that extra uh, uh, 10 minutes in the ice bath, that extra, you know, mm -hmm. that extra, like, you know, uh, homework, like anything, you know what I'm saying? To be in the 1%, you have to do the 1% things.
right? And they and they always say, they always say, the days you don't. Coach P always says this: the days you don't want to do things, are the days you do them to get better, right? Mm. That's that, and um, show up. When I mean by that, show up at big meets. Like, it's I know people fight their own battles, but you gotta show up. A girl can run 10, 8, three times in the year, right? And at nationals, she doesn't win. Yeah. All right. You know, like, all right, you you have to show up, right? Um no tea, no shade. I'm just, this is just facts. Micah ran, nine, Micah ran nine, eight twice. Yeah. Wendy and then at regionals and at, at uh, Arkansas. Then he ran 10, 10 or 10 one. And then he, and then he got fifth at, at uh, nationals, you know, show up. Right. Yeah. There was, there was no, like there was no shade. There was, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm saying that that's up. really what the sport is. That is really, very yeah, factual. You don't show up even, even, even on the pro circuit. If you don't show up, you won't get meets. You won't get diamond league meets. And I was struggling to show up and on diamond league, there were some other things going on. I'll tell you like afterwards, but I was struggling <laughs> to show up at diamond league meets and he was, and that was the also reason why I couldn't, go home in the middle of, of my season because mm. we already said yes I will I will run there if there's an empty lane that looks bad on the meet director and yeah. then you'll be like ah you said no last year last minute do I cannot cannot trust you yeah it gets you that deep those connections are serious mm -hmm. right and so best thing is we gotta do the things that if you want to be a pro you have to do pro things as doing the minute details. Um, it's easy when you have the environment at Florida. Because mm -hmm. we're the best, honestly. <laughs> it's easy when you have the environment. And it's easy when you have a, a good coach. It gets hard when you get alone. When you're trying to go, when you're trying to do things alone, that's when it gets kind of hard. Mm -hmm. So, 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 so. You have to do those things, you know? And it's not that hard, honestly. Eat right, sleep right. You can have fun, don't get me wrong. I'd be having fun too, right? But when it's time to like, all right, buckle up. Hey, you yeah. gotta be like strapped in for real. You feel me? So that's my that that's my advice. I like that advice. Caitlin, you could take it away, girl. Nah. If Aces called up your phone right now, middle of this interview, say, yo, Joe, we'll drop a million dollars in your bag right now, but you got to run the 10K for the rest of your career. You say yes or no. A, a what? A, a meal? 10K. A 10K. 10K for a million dollars for the rest of your career. Look, <laughs> look. I got some distance shoes in my crib right now. <laughs> <laughs> do, not, do, do, do not get it twisted. Do not. Do not. I will, I, I will be last in every in every 10, 10K race. But look, 
it'd be zero zero. You know what I'm saying? You did cross country. It's fine. You'd be fine. You think I was good? I mean, I didn't say you were good, but you did it. So I, I already knew the answer to that one. It's That's like, true. you know what? That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. I say, look at what money make a bitch do. Look, look, nah, a mil, a mil is fine. A tank, you know? Yeah, that's clips. I'm not, can't do it. Can't do it. So your your buddy, your teammate, he had a, a very interesting answer to this question when we asked him this a couple of weeks ago. So I'm Ooh. trying to see what you're gonna say. But um, what is yep. yeah, yeah, but no, um, what's the most disgusting thing that you would eat for a world record? I'll tell you what he said after your answer. The most for a world record, like I have like I would eat it and then I would get like a road record. Yep. Yes. Uh, disgusting thing. The most disgusting thing. Damn. I say like some snails, like escargot. Some snails. Like, I had some snails in like Japan. I had one, and it was like, it was hard and like hard, like on the outside, it was like chewy, and it was like. So gross. Thank God I had one. Oh. I swallowed like a gallon of like Sprite afterwards. A gallon of Sprite is crazy. <laughs> just like get it out of my mouth. But look, I said some, some like snails. Yeah, what that's gross. He said that he would eat some bull's nuts. Balls. balls. Call it balls. Balls. You so you so you always want to say word nuts. All the <laughs> he said he gonna eat them. The balls, some bulls balls. Would you eat some bulls balls? Oh, what? For <laughs> no. world no. record? Hold on, hey, some bulls balls. Well, world record. They'll be cooked. It's not like straight off the, the animal. Straight, straight chopped off. It ain't clean. None of that. Just eat that. No, <laughs> girl, no. It's cooked. No. <laughs> I will. I will. I will season them, fry them, cook them, eat them. Tastes like chicken, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I, I guess. Oh no! Oh no! Oh lord! Oh lord! Ew! <laughs> hey, that's hey, that's your teammate. That's your teammate. That's all I got to say. Look, and I will ride for my teammate. If he says some balls nuts will help him win the all road record, <laughs> look. You gonna eat those balls? I'm here too. Hey, I'm saying here's my important score. Hey, sign me up. I'm here. Sign me up. I'm, I'm what? I'm, I'm ready. It's the fact they are there and ready. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Please, Stay ready so you don't got to get no ready. But saying. <laughs> saying. Last question I got. So when I first started hearing your name, when I was running in college, everybody was like, you know, Joe get a good start. This man going to be unstoppable. Uh, and yeah. I just want to know what you got to say to them people. Uh, I won, right? Period. Hop off, hop off my nuts. Hop off Period. my nuts. <laughs> the thing is, look, if you go look at my uh, TikTok, there's a slow-mo, there's, there's a slow-mo of me in the in the uh, blocks. See, thing is, look, 
people don't know. I beat Dedrick, Tyler, Jacory, PJ, and Blocks daily. We go, we go back and forth, right? We go back and forth. One rep PJ, one rep JP, one rep Tyler, one rep me. D is damn near, he wins damn near every day. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like some days I be, uh, right? <laughs> I beat Dedrick and Blocks uh, uh, the day of the, of, of the uh, finals. We did Blocks in the uh, back, 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 back of the uh, track. Said, one. <laughs> Bro, niggas don't know. I just, I, I have race anxiety. That, that's it. That's it. I will be anybody in blocks in practice any day. You feel me? Any day. Tell him about a shot. Get, get up off them nuts. Get up off my nuts. No, we say, hey, we, 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 we always, uh, when someone is like, when someone is meat munching, right? We always say, that means. You're right. Like, Get you saying like stop sucking his dick. <laughs> so like, to all of them out there, stop you saying get my <laughs> type shit. Type shit. Oh my gosh. Well, Joe, thank you yeah. for jo- thank you for joining us. But I got okay, one last question. Let me see. I want to see like how willing you are. Can you hit us with the, the gator chant that you guys do? The gator chant. Mm-hmm. Y'all no. have the chant that you guys said no. He said no. No, I will not. <laughs> my pride is my my embarrassment, and, and my pride will will is stopping me right now. No, I will not. <laughs> so you you're not really riding out no. for them Gators then. You're not really riding out for the Gators then. Mm. First off, I was first off. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's not do that. Mm, you let's, won't, let's, you won't even do the chant. Let's not let's not do Wait that. Oh, wait a minute. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Best believe that best ride ride or die. Riding or dying is me being on that damn four by four at Texas Relays. That's ride or dying. Ride ride or dying is me training with champ and Q every damn day. That's ride or dying right there. You feel me? I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. Oh God. <laughs> just not the chance. A, a little bit of the chance. Just a, a tiny bit. My mom is calling me. I think I just like take take this. You up. know what? <laughs> I you get this. You <laughs> gave us our tricks. All right. Y'all see it here. He don't want to do the chant. Y'all get on his head at practice. But no, okay. Seriously, Joe, thank you for joining Caitlin and I. For our listeners, thank you for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed the experience and make sure you guys follow us on Instagram. In two hours? Hold on. It's 845. Jeez. Yeah. Granted, we have like a 30 minute, you know, maybe a 20 minute delay, but it's okay. 